Memory is the cornerstone of learning. Learning cannot take place without um, some sort of memory. I remember when my mother was suffering from Alzheimer's, which is a progressive disease, um, it was tough for her to remember the simplest things, but some of her long-term memories, like things back in school or things back in her childhood or when we were little, were pretty clear. Um, and that just really affected her day-to-day -day living. And I remember her, you know, after she passed, um, my sister noticed some books um, where she was actually trying to build her memory up or restore some of her memory, memory exercises, memory games. Um, so it actually helped her function along a lot um, before it eventually, you know, took over. So that got me to wondering about what exercises can people do to strengthen their memory. Building memory is very important, and when I, you know, work with students. Sometimes students that have trouble in school are often called, or they say they have low memory. Um, sometimes students that have below basic proficiency, and that's where, you know, on an average of kids in the area or in a particular country, reading, um, they don't read below average. And when you dig deeper, other than exposure sometimes, they also have trouble remembering um, a lot. They struggle with remembering times tables or letters or other things. And there's different varying degrees of that. It's interesting. Certain things I have nephews that sometimes have a lot of trouble remembering things and it translated to they had a lot of trouble in school. And I have another nephews that always had a good memory. Even he would beat adults at the memory game where, you know, you turn over the pictures and try to match two of the identical pictures. And he was probably three and four years old um, beating adults at the memory game. Had a really good memory. Um, so memory is tantamount to good work, um, you know, and learning, which almost seems, seems like they should be disconnected, but they're not. Um, you know, there's also the concept of muscle memory where if you've ever driven or made it to work and not remember how you got there, that's, you know, like muscle memory or things that you just know by heart um, because your muscles are trained and it doesn't really take conscious memory um, to do it. So that's why a lot of, you know, exercises when you see a lot of drills like multiplication or language drills where they're trying to get certain things just ingrained in memory. But memories always fascinated me from an early age of just how to build it. You know, even before my mother's troubles with Alzheimer's, I was always fascinated with people with photographic memories or just trying to learn things rather than just route, wrote. And that's what led me to get interested in different mnemonics where I would read how to build your memory books or how to study and 
and they would just have really interesting techniques and some that you know serve really well and that still work uh, to this day when I'm trying to remember uh, things. If I say some numbers like four, one, six, six, three, two, seven, and then ask you to repeat those numbers, can you remember them? There's only, and that was only a few seconds, there's only, you know, seven of them. They say people can remember seven items. Um, and it gets harder um, as you as time elapses which is why, one of the reasons why people repeat things if I said Godzilla a giant green thunder lizard stepped on a yellow car in the middle of New York City that probably creates more of a visual memory and that gives your memory something to grab onto and doing things like that actually help um, to build memory um, when you see someone or you're trying to remember names you know the first step is to get their make sure you have their name right or the information clearly you know ask them to repeat if it's not clear if they just mumble it or if you don't understand it and that that'll help because you have to pay attention first to remember something and then you have to make a note of it then if they have some kind of not necessarily clothing or some facial feature or something or you may even think of some other crazy symbol or something that reminds you of them that will help you you know anchor a name because that's a you know an excellent way to keep contacts and networking and just I mean, it's important to remember people rather than just the default. That's what people often say is I'm okay with faces, but I'm terrible with names. And that proves the very point of that, you know, memory is often visual and letters and names are abstract. So we have to make a, a concrete association with them to make those um, things. Now, do you remember what was walking down the street in New York? And if you said God, yeah, Green Godzilla, then that's yeah, illustrates the point. If not, it's not too bad. You may have been doing something else, but you get the idea of um, developing photographic memory. Next things are various tools that you can use to help build your memory. Generally tools like Brainscape or Luminosity, um, Study Blue, they, they build logic and reasoning and you know some have flashcard tools where it helps you actually actually can help, especially abstract context abstract concepts to help you clear out, you know, misconceptions of things you're trying to remember and get the basics down. But as far as 
photographic memory, that's still something you often have to create on your own. Um, so you can get the basics with some of these tools, but the best way to remember things are images that mean something to you. Like if I said in my previous example when I mentioned Godzilla, if you're younger than 30, you may not remember too many Godzilla movies. Um, so that may not be a strong, um, may not be a strong memory for you. If I said some other character that's, you know, maybe something from The Walking Dead or Harry Potter or some other pop culture reference, that may be a stronger memory for you, depending on, depending on your age, your background, and maybe even things that, things around your house that help you remember things memories that are strong to you because they're your memories that you're trying to build so it's important to just find things that trigger your memory and the other thing that helps build a good memory is when you're trying to remember stuff take time to remember it and visualize and spend um, a few minutes relaxing deep breathing to get focused and also being well rested and not hungry um, the fewer distractions um, the better one thing that they've noticed in you know studies of memory is that you know people that are distracted or even if they have pain actually if they're an injury or recent surgery um, that's a distraction and that actually help makes it diff more difficult for people to remember things so the fewer distractions and the more concentration will help you remember things at will help you remember things better. Another key element of, of photographic memory are stories. When you're creating these memory functions and trying to remember things, it's important to try to put them in a story. If you remember, um, no pun intended, um, things that happened in your childhood or big family stories, one of the reasons why is because stories resonate and they're often repeated and they're, they're linked together and in a memorable fashion and often told because that's how, you know, we're brought up to remember things and if you think when you first start reading to a small child, you're reading them stories, bedtime stories, and there's you're reading stories and books in school, and you're telling stories of parents, grandparents around the dinner table. So stories often resonate. So when you're trying to remember things, put them put them in a colorful visual story um, that you remember, and that that will also um, make it easy to remember abstract data, things that sometimes seem a little dry, um, and things that you're trying to remember. And lately, right in the recent years, we're pretty spoiled with either you can Google something or you can look it up on your device, um, and you, or you have an app, or you know now you can ask Alexa or Google Assistant or Siri or the HomePod or any number of other devices that have become speech-enabled to help you remember things, which is helpful, but nothing is as fast as 
a memory. Nothing is the speed of thought. As an example, you know, imagine yourself on another planet. That didn't take a few seconds, did it? It just was quickly, you know, if you think compared to actually going there, how much time um, that, that, that it takes. Faster than voice, faster than anything. Nothing is as fast as thought. So those are just some tips, and I'll continue um, to build up more tips. Um, take care.